Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. I'm joined on the line for the first time since 2012 by the wonderful Tessa Waters, who is bringing her new show, Woman's, to uh, the Garden of Unearthly, Del- Unearthly Delights in 2015 at the Adelaide Fringe. How are you doing, Tessa? I'm awesome. I'm, I think you might be able to hear some waves crashing on the shore in the background, and this is Cottesloe Beach in Perth. So it's really hard. I'm, my life is hard at the moment. Oh, I hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to drop that in. No, that's all right. I'm recording this in my bedroom. So exciting. <laughs> but you've been having some really hot weather over there in Perth, so I'm really hoping you don't bring it over here with you. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I'm going to be um, performing in a one of the little tents in the garden, so I'm really hoping I don't either because it's pretty much a dance show and it's going to get pretty sweaty in there if it's if it's hot. Well, as long as you drink lots of water and as long as you don't have a really kind of high energy show before you, you should be fine. True. The last true. Thing you Keep hydrated. That's a, the key. You don't want to walk yeah, into a stinky exactly. tank. <laughs> yeah, I hope there's like a you know like a um, like a two hour monologue. You know, like it's from Chekhov or something before yeah. me. <laughs> or something <laughs> really, really boring that no one comes to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's cruel. Uh, so you are bringing Women's to the 2015 Fringe. Uh, what can you tell me about the show? Oh, um, well, it, I, I premiered it at Melbourne Fringe last year. It won um, three awards, one of which was the South Australia Touring Award from Adelaide Fringe. Greg Clark was um, really excited about it, so he sort of was bringing me out. Um, with uh, the garden, so the show is um, it's uh, kind of a late night dance cabaret, clown dance cabaret, sort of comedy dance party time. Awesome. And woman is like this sort of disco diva from the stars. Okay, so it's a character you're playing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, don't tell her that. I'm not. She thinks I'm her manager. But yeah, that's yeah. Right. No, that's fine. <laughs> so. Um... Because you did, last thing we spoke about was a show called A Little Bit of Standing Up and A Little Bit of Falling Down back in 2012. Um, mm-hmm. What's gone on with your career since then? Uh, I've actually had a break from touring. I moved uh, to France oh, and hello. I I did um, clowning for a year with uh, Monsieur Gollier, Philippe Gollier, who um, is a really famous, like a world, world-class world clown teacher and he's taught um, Dr. Brown and Trigby Wakenshaw and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, so um, all, all these, yeah. So he's, he's. So I went. I was like, I want to. I want to have a break from the from touring and writing shows and just go do some training. So I went in, to a small country town in in uh, the south of Paris and was a clown and got yelled out by a by angry French man for a year. Um, and then and then I moved to London where I've been for the last twelve months, just gigging and writing a show and um, sort of getting amongst it over there in the cabaret and comedy scene. Uh, the Gullier thing really, really intrigues me. What What do you get out of that kind of... Because from everything I've heard, he basically breaks you to help you find yeah. find the performer within and find yourself as a performer. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of like the, the simple way of putting it. I, I don't know, like, I think the whole idea of breaking, I don't know if he breaks you. I think he kind of, he just pulls a, pulls off or tries to help you pull off the kind of the bullshit that we all put in front of ourselves. So, like, all the little kind of tricks that we've, you know, grown up with to kind of, I don't know, get through life because we all have to, you know, we all have to have a little bit of something to protect ourselves in the world because the world yeah. can be a pretty nasty place. Um, so he kind of just, like, helped, like, through kind of fucking with you <laughs> and and, uh, and pushing you in, in a good way, yeah. um, he sort of helps you kind of, like, recognise what those tricks are that you put on and just kind of 
drop them and say, well, hey, this is just me. I'm actually going to just be me. And actually, that's okay. And I'm going to be proud of it and loud about it and just try and enjoy. And his whole thing is about uh, showing your pleasure and finding your pleasure, finding where you find the most fun to be on stage. Because the theory is that if if you're having fun and if you have pleasure, then the audience is going to have pleasure. Um, and generally, you can only really find pleasure when you're just being yourself, which I, I kind of, I, I love it as a, as a kind of philosophy kind of That's point awesome of view philosophy. as well. So, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, yes, like he, and he, you know, he, he insults you on a daily basis and, you know, and you're, you're a bad for a lot of the time at school, but, but it's all a game as well. Like, it's all about, you know, just taking the piss, you know, and, and helping you kind of take yourself a little bit less seriously, I think. And the sort of the, the breaking's not about being cruel, and it certainly wouldn't be a cruel kind of thing. It's, it, it is all about, as you say, opening you up and creating... Yeah, yeah. And so as opposed to, like, breaking you down to nothing and then, like, rebuilding you in his form, it's more about dropping the bullshit and just being yourself, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And is that... Is that you know, I, w- I would imagine that you would find that that kind of experience really helps you in life as well. Yeah, totally, I think. Like, I mean, it's quite confronting, and I think that's what a lot of people find, and I found really difficult about it when I first started, because you have to look at yourself pretty honestly and look at um, what bullshit you are using. Mm. <laughs> so that can be quite confronting. Um, yeah, so it can be it can be quite um, difficult in that sense, but um, I just, it's good to, it's a good thing to do, I think. Yeah. <laughs> On all, on all accounts, yeah. I'm kind of jealous, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> it seems to me he's really, like, I think um, Dr. Brown really kind of has uh, exploded his reputation over here, like, in the sense of, like, everyone's now okay, just going out and chatting to people, and you say the word Goliath now, and everyone in the comedy industry at least seems to know what it is and who he is, and a lot of people are going off the train. and So it's it's great. It's, it's a good thing, but definitely, yeah, a very hot topic at the moment, I think, in the com- comedy world. That kind of training. Awesome. And what did you find when you were over performing in the UK? Um, I love it. It's really, um, it's it's tough in the UK because the audiences are really oversaturated with stuff. Like there's just, you know, 10 different comedy nights a night all over London. So, you know, if, you, if you're getting up on stage, you've got an audience who's very experienced in seeing comedy and seeing theatre. Um, and you kind of, that sort of makes you have to be, pretty tough, tough skinned kind of thing. So it was, it was, it was kind of like doing boot camp for comedy, really. Like you're just doing, you know, a couple of shows a night, seven nights a week. You're getting tons of opportunity to perform, which just makes you a better and better performer. Mm. Um, and yeah, it, it was awesome. I loved it. And tough audiences are going to help you get better too. Hey? Tough audiences so? are going to help you get better as well because they're going to drive you to be better as a performer and better able to cope with that yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like I think... The, um, the best thing for a performer is just to get up and, and perform as much as you can because you learn, I mean, especially with clowning, um, the way that I make work and I write work is on the stage in front of a crowd. Like, I can't really make the work I do in the rehearsal room. Like, you can think about it, but you've got to actually try it out in front of an audience and see if it flies. <laughs> yeah. So how much is the, how much is, uh, the show Woman's Evolving as you, as you perform it? Um, this one, I mean, this one really came from just gigging in London. Like, it all came from the stage. So, but now it's like, it's pretty solid as a show now, but there's heaps of space um, within it to play every night. So every audience gives me something different and every um, 
every town gives me a different vibe. So there's still a few tweaks that I'd like to kind of explore, especially in Adelaide, which is such an awesome town to kind of play and try new stuff. Um, yeah, there's a few little scenes that I'd like to kind of try a bit more out and like push a little bit further. We'll also see where the audience wants to take it. But yeah, it's sort of an evol- it's a constantly evolving thing, really. And that's all makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so how much how much interaction are you going to be having with the audience at night? I mean, it's a scary question to ask, but... <laughs> I mean, how much do we have to get up on stage, Jess? How What's much gonna are you going to drag us up? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, I, I, I'm someone who doesn't like participating as an audience member. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm very considerate of the audience in that way because I don't want to, like, push people into doing something I don't want to do. Having said that, we all have a really awesome dance together. It's yeah, kind of like cool. a party where we all end up dancing together and... Um, the show is very much woman with the audience taking you on a journey, so she's chatting to you the whole time. Um, so it's getting feedback from the audience, and the audience kind of drives the show a little bit. So it's kind of wholly interactive, but you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> so, so on a scale between uh, one being a, a, a state theatre Chekhov to ten being Dr. Brown, you're probably about a three, mainly because Dr. Brown's so intense. <laughs> yeah, I think it's probably maybe a seven. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a seven if that's the scale we're talking. <laughs> yeah, well, the other, the other side's pretty but, extreme but, as well. But you get to keep your clothes on. Like, the audience gets to keep their clothes on, which is not like a Dr. Brown show. <laughs> no, you never know what's going to happen to an audience if you're an audience member of Dr. Brown. Exactly. I've sat up exactly. the back before and I've been scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, yeah, there's no need to be scared in my show. It's just no, it's a, good, gonna be fun. a good time. Yeah, <laughs> and the Campanile is one of the one of the more popular venues in the garden, so you should have a, a lot of people through oh, there. Oh, I'm excited! Yeah, it's my first time in the garden, so um, I'm really excited to kind of be in amongst that atmosphere and that energy and those audiences. I think it's going to be really fun. And do you know who else is in your venue as well? Uh, I don't actually know. I know that there's a, I think there's an amazing company actually, all Golia guys as well, called oh. Plague of Idiots. Um, there's yeah. five clowns in Golia that I was at school with. And they're, they're, they're in Perth at the moment. They're coming over as well for the garden. I think they're, like, just before me, maybe, in my venue. Oh, and they wow. are amazing as well. So it's a good time for Clown in Adelaide this year. I'll have to get over Not to, to mention Trippie Wakeham Show is doing a new show and Brown's back with a new kids show. So it's, it's rich with Golia students this year. It's going to be good. And I haven't been back to Adelaide for two years, so I'm, I'm really excited to come back because it's just one of the best festivals, I find, that I've been to in the world. So oh, it's totally time pumped. for a party. Yeah. All right. Look forward to having you here. I know we've spoken a lot about other things other than your show, but I think that's mainly because Women's is just going to be brilliant and everyone should go and see it. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> Women's is playing the Campanile at the Garden of Unearthly Delights right throughout the Fringe. Uh, grab tickets at Fringe Ticks and more details at linkadelaide.com.au and adelaidefringe.com.au. Tessa Waters, it's always a pleasure and uh, hopefully I don't have to wait another three years before I have a chat to you again. <laughs> Thanks, babes. I'll see you at the festival. All right, see you at the festival. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.